Hello there, welcome back to another episode of On The Table Podcast, where everything is on the table and nothing is off limits. So today, I was looking for some articles, because I'm trying to get back into actually looking at articles, and I'm trying to find articles uh, to read, and then give my opinions and thoughts on, and hopefully discuss with y'all inside the Discord server, or on Twitter at OnTheTablePodC1. Um, and... I don't really like to go with the American-based, uh, you know, news stations because I always feel like there's a lot of bias. Which I mean, I know there's biasm, but I always feel like you're not really going to get a lot of facts. You're just going to get more biasm than facts, if any facts. Uh, so I kind of like to go for BBC, uh, which is the only one that I know. So they might actually have more biasm than than I'm aware of. I don't know, but I like to feel like they 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 don't. Uh, like they're pretty um, independent, so to speak. Um, pretty factual, uh, I guess. Good word to put it. So I came across a few articles. Uh, we're gonna go through them kind of randomly. Uh, so first one is China urges families to store basic supplies in case of emergency. Uh, this is posted today. All these are posted today, by the way. Uh, China's government has urged families to stock up on essential supplies in case of emergencies. No reason was given for the notice from the Ministry of Commerce, but it came amid ongoing coronavirus lockdowns and concerns over vegetable supplies after unusually heavy rain-damaged crops. After unusually heavy rain-damaged crops, okay. Uh, The Ministry also asked local authorities to keep supply chains running smoothly and prices stable. Wait, hold on. How 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 are local authorities going to keep prices stable? If anybody knows how that's even possible, please let me know because I want our I I I want the local authorities in my area to keep prices of gas stable, aka back to three dollars gallon. I'll take that. I honestly will. You know, it's like three twenty nine, almost three thirty a gallon. So I'll take three dollars a gallon. I'll save thirty cents. Uh, of course, I like it much cheaper, but you know, set up for that. Uh, state media later sought to quell concerns amid reports of panic buying. That's always fun. Excuse me. Uh, as soon as this news came out, all the old people near me went crazy. Panic buying in the supermarket. One user wrote on the Chinese social media site Weibo. The Economic Daily, a Chinese Communist Party-backed newspaper, urged its readers not to be alarmed saying the government's advice was aimed at making sure that households were prepared if a lockdown was announced in their area. The People's Daily newspaper said such notices were not unusual, but that it had come at this time because of issues including a rise in vegetable prices and recent COVID cases. Food prices traditionally rise in China as winter nears, but the price of vegetables has surged in recent weeks because of the extreme weather. Meanwhile, the country is continuing to use strict lockdowns to tackle coronavirus. China hopes to reach zero infections before it hosts the Winter Olympics, which begin in February. I forgot China was hosting them this year. Oh my gosh. Uh, so we have to February. Oh, good luck. 92 new cases of coronavirus reported in China on Monday, and Shanghai Disneyland was shut down for at least two days after weekend visitor tested positive for COVID-19 after returning home. Well, I mean, I think this is wise to, you know, go ahead and prepare for, you know, shit, it's a fan. I, I, I honestly don't think that's, that, 
I don't think that's a bad idea. I think that's good. Honestly. If if I'm being honest. It's like you should always be. Now, of course, I do find kind of odd that they put it out on, like, the news. Like, hey, you know, make sure you're stocked up. Like, that should just be, like, a, a you know, like, maybe reminding people of, like, hey, you know, I, I guess it depends on how it was done. I don't know. I'm not trying to. Um, so, yeah. All right. Next article is COP26. Leaders agree global global plan to boost green technology. More than 40 world leaders say they will work together to turbocharge the uptake of clean technologies by imposing worldwide standards and policies. The announcement will be made at the Climate Summit COP26 in Glasgow on Tuesday, as by today. Five high-carbon sectors will be targeted at first, including agriculture and electricity. It aims to encourage global private investment in low-carbon technologies. Similar international attempts have been made previously to push clean tech, but nothing as ambitious as this multilateral agreement. Its backers want to reassure investors that global markets will be created for green technology and that it is a good financial bet. It is hoped that eventually the initiative will help draw in trillions of dollars in private finance for cutting emissions. The five sectors that, that the plan will cover at first are steel, road transport, agricultural, agriculture, sorry, hydrogen, and electricity. The initiative, known as the Glasgow Breakthroughs, was applauded by Nick Maybe for the climate think, think tank E3G. He told me this potentially has real muscle. It takes climate change out of the negotiating halls and into the real economy. Imagine if major nations agreed to set a target for the amount of green steel to be made. That's steel made with hydrogen or electricity. That would be really powerful by creating a market. COP26 Climate Summit, the basics. Climate change is one of the world's most pressing problems. Sorry. Uh, governments must promise more ambitious cuts in warming gases if we are to prevent greater global temperature rises. The summit in Glasgow is where change could happen. You need to watch for the promises made by the world's biggest polluters, like the U.S. and China, and where the poor countries are getting the support they need. All our lives will change. Decisions made here could impact our jobs, how we heat our homes, what we eat, and how we travel. The plan has been launched by the UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson alongside representatives from the USA, India, EU, and importantly, China. The signatories are said to represent more than 70% of the world's economy and every region. A similar approach has been running in the EU, where lawmakers have steadily increased efficiency standards on electrical goods so they run creating fewer emissions. Crucially, firms wanting to export into the EU must reach the same standards. It's proved that higher standards in one part of the world can influence technology in another. It's hoped this process could be embraced and greatly expanded with the Glasgow Breakthroughs. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson said, By making clean technology the most affordable, 
accessible, and attractive choice. The default go-to and what are currently the most polluting sectors, we can cut emissions right around the world. The Glasgow Breakthroughs will turbocharge this forward so that by 2030, clean technologies can be enjoyed everywhere, not only reducing emissions, but also creating more jobs and greater prosperity. Leaders have committed to discussing progress every year in each sector, starting in 2022. This work will be supported by annual reports led by the Rich Nations Think Tank, the International Energy Agency. So the IEA. Uh, at the event today, world, world leaders, CEOs, and philanthropists are also expected to launch the Green Grid Initiative to interconnect continents, countries, and communities to renewable sources of power and to ensure no one is left without access to clean energy. AIM-4C a new initiative led by the U.S. and the UAE, with over 30 supporting countries committed to accelerating innovation in sustainable agriculture. The Breakthrough Energy Catalyst, program aiming to raise up to $30 billion of investments and, bringing, or, and bring down costs for green hydrogen, direct air capture of CO2, and long-duration energy storage. The First Movers Coalition, a U.S.-led buyer's club of 25 major global companies making purchasing commitments to promote sectors such as steel, trucking, shipping, aviation, aluminum, concrete, chemicals. The government's climate advisors will welcome clean technology initiatives, but they say the PM can't ignore the need for behavior change, too, such as walking and cycling more and eating less meat and dairy. And we're asking about it. Uh, so yeah, I think it's I thought thought it was good. We'll see. I'll have to like, see the highlights and stuff. Uh, but you know, so we'll we'll see how it goes. Um, so I mean, I I think us going green. But here's the thing: for us to actually efficiently go green, we have to make sure that. You know, how we produce the things to go green or also green you know what I mean so it's like that that that's the thing and it's like because if we're using 10 times more or even two times more 1.5 times more even 0.5 times more you know non green so to speak you know it's we're polluting you know, 0.5 percent more uh just to produce <laughs> stuff to go green then it kind of defeats all purpose. So speaking of which, uh, this article is also released uh, today as well, a few hours after that article, that article I just read, which is why I'm actually reading this one next. So this one is actually in order. Uh, COP26, U.S. and EU announced global pledge to slash methane. The U.S. and the EU have announced a global partnership to cut emissions from the greenhouse gas methane by 2030. EU Commission Chief Ursula von der Leyen and U.S. President Joe Biden made the announcement at the COP26 summit on Tuesday. The Global Methane Pledge aims to limit methane emissions by 30% compared to 2020 levels. It is one of the most potent greenhouse gases and responsible for a third of current warming from human activities. More than 100 countries have signed up to the initiative, first opposed by the U.S. and the EU in September. The main focus of efforts to curb global warming is carbon dioxide, or CO2, which is emitted as a result of human activities such as generating power and clearing forests. 
But there's been a growing focus on methane as a way of buying extra time to tackle climate change. Although there's more CO2 in the atmosphere and it sticks around for longer, individual methane molecules have a more powerful warming effect on the atmosphere than single CO2 molecules. And, well, one of the key goals of COP26 is to get countries to commit to achieving net zero by 2050, meaning not adding to the amount of greenhouse gases in the atmosphere. Both leaders stress that, that they needed to act now. We cannot wait for 2050. EU Commission Chief Ursula von der Leyen told the summit, we have to cut emissions fast. She said cutting methane was one of the most effective things we can do to reduce near-term global warming, calling it the lowest hanging fruit. U.S. President Joe Biden echoed her words, calling methane one of the most potent greenhouse gases there is. The pledge covers countries which emit nearly half of all methane and up to 70% of global GDP, the U.S. President said. The speed, the speed with which the world has moved to tackle methane emissions gives a real hope that the world is finally waking up to the massive threat posed by warming gases. Just last August, the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, or IPCC, reported that methane was responsible for a significant proportion of the 1C of warming the world has already experienced. In September, the EU and the U.S. brought the Global Pledge into being and have persuaded some significant emitters to join the club. The thrust is to cut emissions by 30% by 2030. The main focus in the short term will be the fossil fuel industry. Most of the curbs can be achieved at little or no cost. The potential benefits are huge. Scientists believe it could help the world avoid 0.3 C of warming by 2040. At a time where every fraction of a degree matters, that is a major saving that could help keep the 1.5 C Celsius threshold in play. But there are some significant clouds on the horizon. Major emitters like Russia, China, and India are not part of the pledge. All the commitments are voluntary. There is no big stick. Despite this, most observers see the pledge as a good step for the world and a boost for the conference. How is methane emitted? Around 40% of CH4 comes from natural sources such as wetlands, but the bigger share now comes from a range of human activities ranging from agriculture such as cattle and rice production to rubbish dumps. One of the biggest sources is from the production, transport, and use of natural gas, and since 2008 there has been a big spike in methane emissions, which researchers believe is linked to the boom in fracking for a gas in parts of the U.S. In 2019, methane in the atmosphere reached record levels around two and a half times above what they were in the pre-industrial era. What worries scientists is that methane has a real muscle when it comes to heating the planet. Over a hundred year period, it is 28 to 34 times as warming as CO2. Over a 20 year period, it is around 84 times as powerful per unit of mass as carbon dioxide. However, there is much more CO2 than methane in the atmosphere and individual molecules of it can remain there for hundreds of years. COP26 Climate Summit, The Basics Climate change is one of the world's most pressing problems. Governments must promise more ambitious cuts in warming gases if you were to prevent greater global temperature rises. The summit in Glasgow is where the change could happen. You need to watch for the promises made by the world's biggest polluters like the U.S. and China and whether poorer countries are getting the support they need. All our lives will change. Decisions made here could impact our jobs, how we heat our homes 
what we eat and how we travel. And there you have it. So I think it's good that we're trying to cut up, cut, cut back on emissions. Uh, I mean, you know, save the planet and all that good stuff because the planet does deserve to be saved. So I'm not trying to make this a super long episode, but uh, I figured I'd at least do uh, two or three articles. I think we got a, a good amount in, so we'll try and get uh, about the same, possibly a few more in next episode. If you do like this episode, don't forget to, if you can, leave a like. Now, if you can follow, if you can't follow, then go ahead and uh, follow us on Twitter at OnTheTablePodC1. And don't forget to check out our Discord server where you'll get notified every single time we uh, go live with a new episode. Uh, and I'm trying to find out a way to actually go live, live, like, you know, live streams and stuff. Because um, I can't do that on my YouTube channel like I would like to. Uh, but... Yeah, and as a person that recommended the theme song, I'm still trying to figure that out. Uh, trying to figure out a bunch of other stuff right now. But anywho, uh, don't forget to share this to your friends, your families, your, you know, your friends, your family members, your coworkers, your colleagues. I know, same thing. Uh, and anybody else you can think of, strangers on the street, strangers in, well, strangers standing in the street. You might want to get them out of the street because that's kind of dangerous. Um, but either way, Main Street, Side Street, Back Street, uh, Back Street Boys, Back Street Girls. Uh, it doesn't matter. Stay tuned. Stay awesome. Thank you all so much for listening in.